0: Hello, everybody, and welcome to High Spirits. <laughs> That's Noelle. Hi, I'm Noelle Schmidt. And I'm James Seidman. And uh, this is episode... Nine! Yes, it is. Hey, you guys, I uh, think I alluded to this in episode eight. I'm not going to bum you out for the next couple episodes because I've learned my lesson. I've gotten God. the feedback <laughs> that no one wants to hear about. Uh, sad fucking people being fucking ghosts by the way the feedback all comes from me (laughs) it actually comes from uh, our two listeners so thank you so much for sharing um so i want to call this episode before i even get started because noelle is going in blind uh have i had very many ghosts on my episodes i don't think so nay nay (laughs) but tonight i have 15 ghosts (gasps) and a demon i love it yes um, and I'm going to take you to America's most haunted house. Noelle, I have a question for you. What do you think that is? If you're doing Amityville without me, I'm going to murder oh, you. Oh, seriously. <laughs> I hope you murder me because that would that would give me life after death. <laughs> um, is it weird that that was like yeah. the thing that I thought of? I'm like, oh my God, please murder me so please. I would know for sure if I'm stuck on this plane to find... The truth of my murder. Right. No. Um. I'm taking you to the White House. <gasps> of course, 1600 Pennsylvania Avenue. Everybody, yeah. that's the one. Oh Lord. Um, 15 ghosts and a demon. What? What are you? What are you going <laughs> to? I want to talk about what we're drinking. Oh, I'm so sorry. <laughs> you like dove right in. I did. I'm so sorry. I got really excited. Um. So. Noelle just pointed to my beverages, so again, I just, just a cautionary tale to you, <clears throat> speak your truth, it's yep. a podcast, um, sorry, <laughs> I <don't laughs> well, know. I didn't you're, want to interrupt you, you're you were perfect in every way, uh, tonight's episode is brought to you by Gone Away, it's an IPA, it's, um, brewed here in Chicago, it's Half Acre Beer Company, um, they're our sponsors tonight, and what are you drinking? I'm drinking Tall Dark Stranger, Ooh. hey mister, what's with the cast? That's a reference to Ted Bundy. Oh my God. Yes, it is. And I love everything about it. Oh. That was, and by the way, the physical commitment that goes into that. Noelle put that wine bottle by her face and acted like a 1920s Benny Boop gal. Hi, Mister. She's I'm still, still doing, doing it. it. Like, people can see me. I'm going to figure this podcast thing out. Yeah, so it's really amazing to me. I swear to God, 80% of what Noel does is lost. I'm made up for this. <laughs> like, I'm in hair and makeup you all really day. You really are. You're I'm not at all. I'm wearing <laughs> really a and gross today. No, you look uh, amazing. Thank you. Your bangs are... Severe as, yes. severe as ever. They're really not, but thank you. No, they are severe. <gasps> you don't think so? They could use some work, but... Okay. <laughs> well, we'll get on that. <laughs> um... Uh, I want to start uh, cause I usually do, but trust me, this is not gonna take a million years. It's gonna take a real short amount of time. I just want to start with the history of the White House. Yeah, give me four minutes, and this is gonna be done, skis. Um, the White House was built in the 1790s. If you remember, the uh, American Revolution started in 1776. Uh, George Washington got elected in 1789, and the White House. Um, uh, they decided to build it, or they. So they began construction in the 1790s. Something interesting, I think. um, They had a design contest without the internet. I knew this. Oh, you did? I did, actually. Yeah. I don't know how they managed it, but they had a design contest. An Irish-born architect, James Hoban, uh, modeled his building after an Anglo-Irish villa in Dublin called the Leinster House. Oh, Did you go to the Leinster House? No. in Dublin? Yeah, I think I did, actually. Oh. Does it look like the White House? It does. Oh, well then. You um, went to the right place. I th- So, <laughs> do you think that they mailed in their submissions? Like, how long do you think this you contest took? You know, I took... think they had to... Pro- I mean... Or did they have to, like, take them
1: to... I would imagine,
0: sir. I would imagine you had to be an architect, and I would imagine you had to have the means and way of building. Because the capital was in New York City at the time, right? And then it moved down to... No. Washington, D.C.? Uh, as far as I know, well, Go- government was happening in New York City. Sure. And then uh, Hamilton negotiated that it would be in Washington, D.C. Right. So that the plantation owners would be closer to home. Right, right. And so Wall Street was going to be, basically the, the genius plan was that Wall Street was going to be in New York and the government was going to be in Washington, D.C., which at the time was very close to uh, all of his rivals, Jefferson, Madison, Monroe, etc. Right. And Hamilton, his friends were up in New York. So uh, do with that what you will. Thanks, Lynn Manuel Miranda, for educating us all on this. Sure. <laughs> uh, <laughs> um, the uh, uh, White House was built by enslaved and freed African Americans, uh, as well as uh, also built by <laughs> European immigrants. Uh, the cornerstone was laid in Oct- uh, on October 13th, 1792, uh, but John Adams and Abigail Adams became the first presidents uh, on November 1st, 1800, and they lived in a, a White House that wasn't yet completed. Also knew that. Yeah. I know things. Sure. Okay. Well, there was a miniseries on HBO that you probably watched, <laughs> which it was incredible. Paul Giamatti and uh, Laura Linney. This is true, and okay. that's where I watched those yeah, things. Sure. Uh, but that happened. Um, the White House, you should know, was, uh, burned to the ground by the British in August 18, uh, 14, uh, and it had to be almost completely rebuilt. Um, that was a ramification of the War of 1812, which people think, because it's called the War of 1812, that it was just in 1812. Not true. But basically this was, um, Britain's way of trying to take back the quote unquote colony and, uh, they did not. Uh, after it was completely rebuilt in 1817, uh, the first to move back in uh, were the Madisons, James and Dolly. Right. Uh, over the years, meaning from 1817 until now, of course, there have been renovations. And so, oftentimes, we know this uh, that renovations um, not create spirits, but like uh, let spirits sort of release themselves, etc. Mm-hmm. Right? Uh, oftentimes, um, if you try to do anything to a very old house, uh, they're going to come out and be like, no, don't have my none of house. That. Right? <laughs> uh, by the way, just so you guys know, the, uh, uh, just the, the, sheer magnitude of the white house is pretty amazing. In 2016, the white house has 142 rooms on six floors. Which means it's approximately uh, 55,000 square feet. That's... Really? Yeah. It was hard for me to even say that because it seems crazy. crazy. So it's almost 60,000 square feet. That's a lot. That's a lot. That's why they have 15 ghosts and one demon. I feel like for 55,000 square feet, there should be more ghosts than demons. (laughs) I will take that criticism <laughs> and take it right back to the White House. Um, Do so, better. Hold on. It's eight minutes in and Jay Segman has her first ghost. Yeah. yeah we're doing right. it. Listen, bitches. I've heard your feedback and I'm in <coughs> uh, And I say bitches because I'm a feminist and I can take it back. Never say that to a woman unless you're another woman who's woke. Okay. Uh, ghost number uno, Abigail Adams. Yeah. Who we were just talking about. Oh, right? she's so good. Laura nah. Linney. <laughs> yes, Laura <laughs> Linney. Picture it. Um, now, the deal about Abigail Adams, which you probably know, or maybe you don't know, um, is that she and John, her husband was John Adams, were very... <laughs> the second president of the United States. Right. But, you know, um, they were very practical, and they were very, like, New England and very different. They weren't flashy. They weren't, like, uh, some of the right. other people. If you've seen the HBS special like Noel has, you understand. <laughs> I, it's, but, and if you haven't seen it's incredible. it, you should Listen, watch it. I, for some reason, have it on DVD. I'll mail it to you. It's so going to kill catch you. me first at uh, gmail.com and I will email. No, I won't email you. I'll mail you a literal copy of John Adams, the HBS special. It's so good, and it will make you feel all the feels. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I'm pretty sure I sobbed uh, during it. No, it was amazing. Oh, my God. Yeah, S- so sobbed. So Abigail, Ab- uh, Ab- uh, uh, Abigail Adams um, was a very stoic and practical woman. Mm-hmm. Um, and she didn't like to use servants, and she didn't like to use slaves, uh, which we know. The entire working population of the White House were either indentured servants or slaves. Right. She did not feel... Not having it. No, it just wasn't it just wasn't something that she liked. So she would do her own chores. I mean, imagine this. The First Lady of the United States just was like, I'm doing my own chores. Um, adamantly, she used to hang her wash in the East Room uh, because in the unfinished house, she thought it was the warmest and the driest. Um, long after her stay in the White House, the East Room was used for receptions. Members of the Taft administration, Taft was a president, keep up, <laughs> but members of the Taft, Taft administration reported seeing a ghostly Mrs. Adams clad in a cap and lace shawl with outstretched arms as if she were carrying laundry. Um, remind me this, John Adams only served one term, correct? I think so. Okay. Washington Adams Jefferson, and I think that Adams was very unpopular in Jefferson came third and served two. Two. Because Washington did three. And then Monroe. Yeah, that's right. Okay. Or Madison. Was it Madison? Or Monroe? Madison, then Monroe. Okay. So, um, John by Quincy the way... John Quincy Adams is somewhere in there, too. I think John Quincy Adams is between Madison and Monroe. Okay. He's five or six. Yes. I think you're right. Cause seven is Andrew Jackson. Yep. Yeah. That guy. Uh, He's on a bill. He really (laughs) is on a bill with all that crazy hair and kind of hot, like vampire cheekbones. He looks a lot like um uh the uh um Christopher Walken, a mayor character. I think he's the mayor. He's not in uh Batman. I don't like Christopher Walken at all because he murdered Natalie Wood. He was part. He was privy to the murder of Natalie Wood. Okay. Well, you I don't know. Listen, Listen he, on this show, I don't give a shit. Michael Jackson molested children, and uh, <laughs> I don't know. I think he was one hundred percent. And also, um, Christopher Walken killed Natalie Wood. I think he was on the boat with Robert Wagner. With Robert Wagner, but yeah, I the two of them alone with Natalie Wood, she ended up dead and drowned. I, I think Robert Wagner married. like threw her over, and Christopher Walken was like, "Oh shit, dude! Like, what did you do?" But Ladies think... and gentlemen, welcome back to High Spirits. <laughs> but uh, in this episode, we're going <laughs> to... <laughs> but Christopher Walken plays in Batman... Tim Burton's Batman Returns. Yep. Um, he plays, I think... Uh, he's like a businessman. I can't remember the name yeah. of him. But he strongly resembles, in my opinion, Andrew Jackson. Oh. But the end. <laughs> oh, okay. Well, then I will let that be the end of that. You're <laughs> welcome. <laughs> All right. Uh, Tell Dark Stranger Um, Doing its job So long story short um, Starting with the Taft administration There were reports That they would see a ghostly Mrs. Adams I already said this I think uh, uh, Cap and lace Yep uh, Carrying laundry Uh, Whenever someone would inexplicably Smell a light soapy fragrance Strip through the room They thought it was Abigail Adams um, moving on. Let's go to, to Dolly Madison. Dolly. Dolly. Not to be mistaken with Ashley Madison. <laughs> <laughs> yes, the hookup site for <laughs> married people who oh. ended up, like, inflating their numbers so much that that Duggar got out That poor Duggar boy. Not poor at all. No. I don't feel bad for that guy at all. What a Shit. jerk. Shit. Don't even get me started on Quivering. I hate that fucking bullshit uh, shit. Y'all, if, by the way, if we have any quivers listening, y'all, you can go. Yeah, go away. Email me. Let's get some... Good day. Yeah. <laughs> it's a good day, sir. Um. <laughs> so Dolly Madison, Um, I have to say this, like, reading tons about this. The descriptions of Dolly's uh, ambitions, they aren't nice. It's very... Seems to me very modern-day equivalent of, like, women trying to get above their station. Um. It all seems, like, I feel like at the time they think they were in the right, but now I read all of it and it sounds really misogynistic. Um. That's all. <laughs> but That's anyway, it. <laughs> it's a greed that she, all cats, really wanted her husband to be president. She, she might have been the wind beneath his wing. Uh, Behind every great man, there's a great woman, if you know what I mean. Anyway, uh, she was the one who ended up making the White House the way we kind of know the White House. Um, So she made it elegant. She -hmm. sort of brought in that sort of French elegance. Okay. Um, Because obviously Abigail Adams, who was the first lady in there, the very first lady in -hmm. there, just was like, no, I'm doing my own wash. Yeah. And so Dolly, Adam, or Dolly Madison got in there and she was like hanging portraits of the first family and right. buying French furniture and doing all sorts of like, extravagant things. I'm surprised the Jefferson – wait, or did you say they – well, because Thomas Jefferson spent so much time in France. Yes. Uh, so, no, I mean, he, he certainly uh, – t- he spent a little bit more time and energy on Monticello. Right, right, because that was his. Place. And by the way, at that time, when uh, I think he very much neglected. Actually, Thomas Jefferson's wife died. Sally? No, that's his. Uh, I don't want to say fake, but that's his um, sort of slave wife oh, right. that he had all those kids with. But his wife, wife passed away, and he was quote unquote in mourning. And so he didn't have, I don't think a quote unquote wife in the white house. Correct me on that. He might've had a second wife. I don't think he did. I think you're right. So I don't know. I mean, I know that he was used to French shit and I know that he was accustomed to it. (laughs) I don't know that like Dolly Madison was like a lady who went into the white house who knew that she wanted to upholster shit. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. Good for her. She's a lady who lunched. Here's the deal. Um, she's a big ghost in the building. um, she uh, planted the original, uh, now famous, White House roses. Oh. Um, like, yeah. as in the Rose Garden? The Rose Garden. And people believe that she would walk the garden to inspect her flowers. They would see her. When First Lady Edith Wilson, wife of Woodrow, attempted to remove the garden, workers reported seeing a very angry Dolly apparition, and they quit. Really? They did not know that it was maybe Dolly they just saw a woman, but the people, the people like in the white house, in the white house put it together and they thought it was Dolly Madison. Doesn't, isn't like on the East coast, isn't there like a Dolly Madison, like snack Snack cake? cake. Yep. Like little dubbies. Yep. Do you think she has something to do with that? Uh, she probably did. I mean, she was opulent. She probably had a weight problem. Well, all right. (laughs) I mean... She liked her sweets. P.S. I don't know any woman who hasn't thought that she's had a weight problem. Touche. Right? Like, real or perceived or... You speak the truth, my friend. Thank you. It's so political. I remember a friend of ours, a male friend of ours, saying to me one day, Oh, you have a problem with your weight. And I was like... "Yeah, Of course I do. Yeah. (laughs) Or, no, you said, you have a body image thing. And I was like, well, yeah, I'm a, yeah. I'm a girl. This is a thing. That's... Um, and guys are... Uh, blah, 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 blah. I was like, really? Yes. What? Yes. To anybody who's ever listened to anything, ever, anywhere, not this podcast, not anything, but yes, every woman uh, from a certain age has been told, like, you need to, like, buff it up, keep it up, spiff it up. So I actually know women who are like... Um, Almost my height and, like, 100 pounds, and they think they are disgusting. Yeah. So, women, let's get our fucking heads on, right? Um, and, you by are the way, beautiful. You, you are, are beautiful. You're so beautiful. And, like, like here's the thing. A man with headphones in some sort of, like, nationally syndicated stupid fucking uh, radio stereo station is going to tell you you're ugly. Meanwhile, this man is, like, barely fitting into an XXL polo. Eat dick. Okay, moving on. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we're going back to Dolly Madison. Um Dolly. First lady, Edith Wilson, uh of Is Woodrow. Woodrow, okay. Yep, attempted to remove the garden. hmm And uh they saw her and quit the job. Why why did why did she want to do that? I don't know. But that's how they I'd rather have lilies. Yes, I know. <laughs> um, she you know she might have. The house went through so many renovations. Right. So a lot of the a lot of the old oh, ghosts were kind of mad about it. All right. Uh, we'll hear a lot about the yellow oval office before. Yeah. Here's really? the thing. before there was an oval office or a West Wing, there wasn't any of that shit. Oh, they just built it. Yeah. You know, ghosts need to understand that houses need reinforcements. Well, they don't know it. And when I die and I haunt any house, I will have already come to that conclusion. We've already determined, though, that you're going to haunt uh, Musical Mondays. Yeah. Oh, yeah. (laughs) Yeah. But it Sidetrack, I'm going to be still mad that it smells like urine. So, whatever. (laughs) I'm just going to (laughs) hang out by the frozen drink dispensers. Yeah. I know. Uh, Okay, so long story short, uh, I'm going to finish with Dolly Madison, but like, uh, much like Abigail Adams, she herself carries a phantom scent, and her scent is the smell of roses. And so anytime someone smells that, they credit it to Dolly Madison. Y'all, the next person is Andrew Jackson. (gasps) I'm going to talk about this lady so much coming up. Her name is Mary Todd Lincoln, A.K.A. Molly. Wait, what happened to Andrew Jackson? Well, hold on. Well, he died. But in 1865, uh, Mary Todd Lincoln was the first person to report seeing Andrew Jackson. Oh, and she was a little loony. Well, I don't know about that. But people like that was kind of like the thing about. Well, it's easy to do. Right. I mean, it's easy to say someone's loony, but like I don't. We're going to talk about her, and you get to decide whether she's loony or she's just being her. Andrew Jackson, father of the twenty-dollar bill, <laughs> <laughs> also the Trail of Tears, but both. <laughs> very... <laughs> oh, I was hoping to like take that away from him. Okay, got it. We can never take that away from him. <laughs> well, we, we got to we got to talk about it. Uh, so Molly, uh, <laughs> meaning Mary Todd Lincoln, right? Uh, Actually, said that she confronted the ghost of Jackson in his former bedroom, uh, which was the Rose Room. She said that she could hear him. So wait, I'm sorry. Yeah, the master bedroom, like where the president sleeps, it's the Lincoln, isn't it called the Lincoln Bedroom? No, it is not. Oh, that's where the guests stay, right? They can, but they don't have to. Okay. Here's the deal, and we'll get into this. The entire second. No, that's okay. The entire second floor is uh, up to the president and his family where they went to sleep. Cool. Okay. And most people have chosen not to sleep in the Lincoln bedroom, which is why it's usually called a guest bedroom. Because it's too small or... No, because people cannot get a lick of sleep in that bedroom. Fascinating. And we're going to talk about the most interesting 13 people who cannot get a night's rest in the White House. I'll stop asking questions No, you're cool. You're Um. cool. (laughs) Um... Thanks, boo. Uh, anyway, uh, Molly said that she confronted the ghost uh, in his former bedroom, which was the Rose Room, and she could hear him stomping about, by the way, she's from Kentucky, mm-hmm. stomping about and cussing in his old room, because Andrew mm-hmm. Jackson was known as kind of a fuck. Um, but Molly Todd said she could hear him perfectly. Uh, in addition, President Harry Truman. We're gonna hear a lot about Harry Truman because I actually found out in all my research that he's witchy. Harry Truman? Harry Truman is like hello witchy. Let me he's gonna come up shit tons more. When I first put this in my little uh, timeline, I was like, oh, cool, Truman. Truman's gonna come up. Let me tell you this. Yep. You know, my great grandfather, Stanley Persick. Okay who I knew, he passed away when I was, uh, 15 years old. 15 or 16. Um, so, I knew him for quite a bit of my life. Um, very, uh, union man, very democratic, big Truman fan. Hold on. Huge Hi. Truman fan. Love that guy. Oh. I know, right? I won't say, uh, because he was the only president to use nuclear weapons. Right which I causes me yeah. great heartache. Yeah, I interviewed, I remember... I, when I mean, who cares what it causes me, but you know what I'm saying. Big fan of Truman. I interviewed him when I was in high school about depression Your stuff. grandfather, not Harry Truman. Great-grandfather Stanley. Okay, about I would be amazing. Wouldn't that be so cool if you were, like, fucking ghosty enough to have an interview to Truman? I you know, right? When you were in high school. I'm going to have a seance with Harry S. Truman. Okay, we're going to move on now, because I've got so much more to do. I'm looking at all your papers and so much. Now, listen, uh, Harry Truman, true believer. I'm going to do three things from Harry Truman. Yep. There's a quote from him. I sit here in this old house and work on foreign affairs, read reports, and work on speeches, all the while listening to ghosts walk up and down the hallway and even in here in the study. Here's another one that Harry Truman said. I'm sure they're here. This is in quotes. He said this. I'm sure they're here. I won't lock my doors or bar them if any of the old coots in the picture want to come out of their frames for a friendly chat. Oh. Um. Interesting. Yeah. Oh, wait. We'll hear from them later. I thought I had three here. But, um, anyway, long story short, even now in modern times, people report the sound of uh, loud laughing and just, like, cold spots at the Rose Room. Uh... Which a White House insider called a creepy space. Let's get to Abraham Lincoln because he is the White House's uh, most famous ghost. And this is going to take forever, so I'm going to try to do it real fast. <laughs> Wait, who? Abraham Lincoln. Okay. He's ghosting the White House. Oh my god. Everyone in the White House has seen him. Oh. That's why you said Lincoln's bedroom. Oh. Because that's how he's Abe, famous. Abe, no yeah. Body. long story short. I mean just in case you want to know um, Abraham Lincoln himself suffered from melancholy, which is what we call today clinical depression. This is not on my sheet of paper, but I do have to say this His first love died. this is really sad. yeah, she like, straight up just died And that was the thing is that he never really, got over her. He never got over her and he really kind of in a weird way resented Mary Todd. Like he didn't resent her, but she wasn't like his first choice yeah. and he never truly loved her. No. And and so that was kind of part of the whole thing with her craziness and Yeah. Well like, I mean well, and by they the way, lost children way, as, as we talk about this, you will see that uh, Molly I really think has gotten a bad rap because you will see that her her also melancholy is just deserved. Yeah. Okay, so let's talk about Well, this. they lost children and uh, no, they didn't just lose children. They lost three out of four of them and then her husband was assassinated. Yeah. So we're gonna talk about she this. had a rough life. P. S. Listen, <laughs> I actually have the quote unquote blues. Molly Todd had a reason for, for sure. Just not being able to keep it together. Um, let me let me just say this. Yeah. Um there's this amazing movie called Abraham Lincoln Vampire Hunter. Uh and yeah. Mary Todd definitely gets her like due recognition or whatever. Cause she is a badass in that movie. And it's actually like, it's kind of a funny title and it's a vampire movie and whatever, but no, it's awesome. Man. It's, it's a, a book. It's a book. It's a fun story. Um, it's kind of historically accurate yep. aside from the vampire aspect of it. But she also, the vampire part is an allegory. It is an allegory. That's About a good point. Boning. Yes, absolutely. Um, but she's a total badass in that movie. So she kind of like gets a different side of her story and I love it. Like, I love and the girl, it yeah, it's a, it's a cool. Listen, I really do think Molly Todd has gotten a bad rap. Um, I think it's easy to rip on her people rip on her as like kind of, yes, we see you or I see you pouring your wine. We can hear it on the microphone. <laughs> um, But I think, I don't know. Anyway, I'm not here to correct the record, but I actually really dig Molly Todd. Um, Lincoln had four kids. Um, Robert Todd was born in 1843. He was the only one who lived through childhood, and he went on to have, have kids of his own. Edward Baker Lincoln, otherwise known as Eddie, was born in 1846, and he died on February 1st, 1850, in Springfield. Illinois, Illinois, probably of tuberculosis. Uh, Willie Lincoln, also a ghost of the uh, White House, which we'll get to. Willie Lincoln was born on December 21st, 1850. He died of a fever on February 20th, 1862. Uh, Thomas Tad Lincoln was born April 4th, 1853, and he died of heart failure at the age of 18 on July 16th, 1871. So the Lincoln men were not, but to die of heart failure, they were one of four. Mm -hmm. Well, and they don't have, I, I, from what I've, I I remember looking this up a while ago, there's no, um, lineage to the Lincoln's anymore. Correct. Like, yeah, that's it. They've died off. Yeah. With Robert's family. Yeah. Which is very sad. Yeah. Um, so, actually, the the, the first uh, haunting attached to uh, Abraham Lincoln, now there's, there's so many, well, we're going to get to it in a second, but the first one is Willie. Uh, Willie died in the White House in 1862 mm-hmm. at 11 years old. Uh, Willie's ghost was first seen in the White House by staff members of the Grant administration right there in the 1870s. Oh. Uh, in the 1860s, almost 100 years later, Linda Bird Johnson Robb, who is... LBJ's daughter. Not oh, okay. Yeah, no, not Ladybird. A, nope. Um his daughter was in college at the time, came home from school, uh, to the room in which she was staying, and she says that she saw this boy ghost and claims to have spoken with him. Uh and it turns out that's the room that Willie died in. Oh. Yeah. Did she say what they spoke about? She did not, which I find super interesting. You're gonna hear so many big names coming yeah. up, and it is truly fascinating how these very rational people talk about this. Right. Because this is America's most haunted mansion. We mm-hmm. forget about this, and they're all losing their minds about how haunted it is. But yeah, no, she, uh, Linda Bird Johnson Rob, Abijah's daughter. Like, yeah, little boy came into my room and I spoke with him for hours. Wow. Um, I will, I, I want to talk a little bit more about the Lincolns real quick. Uh, Molly struggled with the loss of her sons, duh. She was just not doing very well. Um, when she was in the White House, uh, herself, she had at least three seances to connect with her sons. Um, it is reported that Abraham went, but also it's disputed. Mm-hmm. Um, it's reported that there were two only, but also that's disputed. Molly had also, just like Abraham, she had a uh, melancholy. Um, but also, one needs to think rightfully so. She lost a shit ton of kids. Yeah. Um. Uh, kind of strange about the assassination. Abraham Lincoln was assassinated, we all know, by John Wilkes Booth on Good Friday, April 14th, eighteen sixty-five. Uh, he was seeing um a show that I really wish someone would bring back, but it's really in full taste. Our American Cousin. Mm-hmm. I've heard so much about our American Cousin that I don't yeah. know anything about it. Um I studied it in uh, theater history, couldn't tell you anything about it, no. other than that it's a show. I mean, I know everything about it, but I don't right. know. I wish, I wish, I don't know. Well, maybe I don't. But I kind of wish, like, we could do, like, a reading of Our American Cousins, just to know. It would it was, be, it was inc- to be, like, a light comedy that Abraham Lincoln just... Right. Well, John Wilkes Booth was actually such a renowned an- actor. Big actor. Um, Shakespearean actor. Yeah, and he was he was very revered, handsome, and, and yeah. He came, his father was an actor. His brother was his an actor. brother was. I was just gonna say because was was his brother in the show? Was that what it was? Yeah. Um, but at like, least it was um, a. Fam- as far as I know, right now I don't think so. But it was a family affair. Like they were all involved, and he was very popular. Extremely. Um, he was he was the Brad Pitt of his time, if you can. Yeah. non it. he was like very handsome and very but he was one of those people and, and I guess you could kind of equate it to something today you could put him, you could I, I'm trying to think of like an actor that kind of has like gone off the rails a little bit almost like you a, really can't think of one I'm thinking of well I'm thinking, thinking of somebody like politically that have has gone off the rails like kind of like oh, I'm trying to think like a Stephen Baldwin kind of guy yeah. that like is gone like so. Yeah, but it has to learn more and more important. More important. Vince Vaughn, I think, is kind of uh, on on the rails a little bit sometimes. But he, I think, I don't know. I don't pay attention to that. By the way, this is so D-list. Sorry, Steven. if you're listening, it must be hurtful. It must be hurtful. <laughs> like I, like I, I yeah. And I'm reluctant to say uh, Vince Vaughn. Like I think he's just like a conservative. Like I don't think he actually like has gone for him. Yeah. Huh. Um but I think that we see that today. Like it's nothing has changed in that respect, mm-hmm. but he was such a popular person. And I think that's what often gets lost in the, the story about the assassination is that John Wilkes booth was not celebrity. It was, a he celebrity. was a celebrity, a local celebrity or hundred percent. Yeah. And actually uh, the South really did revere him for a long time, uh, as a hero. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm going to stop right there. Cause I just recently went went to Richmond and I was shocked by what I saw. But anyway, <laughs> um, uh, so very quickly, um, Abraham Lincoln died, um, the next day, uh, on April 15th. So he was shot on good Friday, April 14th and died the next day. Um, Holy Saturday. Yes. <laughs> so this is, uh, kind of one of those strange, like little weirdo things. Uh, according to Lincoln's uh, friend, Hill Lamon, I think Lamon, maybe Lamon, I don't know. Um, I say Lamon because it sounds nicer. Yeah, I, I don't know, but uh, <coughs> Lincoln dreamed of his own assassination, uh, assassination. no, excuse me, assassination. Uh, in his dream, Lincoln said that he awakened to discover a wailing crowd in the East Room. He wandered around, and he finally asked, and then someone in the room told him they were mourning the president's death. So he had this like precognition about it, Yeah, his like own. a premonition, death. Um, this to me is just like I'm just including things because I'm I am who I am, and I'm doing a full tilt ghost story, fifteen ghosts and one demon, but I can't help it because I am a sad person. Lincoln's casket was available for public viewing in D.C. uh, from April 15th, which is when he died, until April 21st. And then, you guys. Oh, six days. You guys. Did they? Wait, hold on. No, I can't. I have to keep going. Uh, Lincoln and Willie, his dead son, were then loaded onto a train, and they made a three-week journey back to Springfield. Did they? So, wait. Hold on a second. So he was in, no, the month dead present. But he was on display for six days. Yep. Did they put any kind of embalming fluid in him or anything? Don't know. I would doubt it. So they were basically so like watching his decomposing body. Well, as far as, I don't know. Oh my God. Here's what I get. His casket was available. So I don't know if he was underneath it with potpourri. Ugh. I think that was the original function of potpourri. <laughs> <laughs> it's just to keep the dead from not being nasty. Uh, okay. look that up, potpourri. <laughs> I'm not, I mean, it's my turn. You look it up. No. Um somebody's gonna email us. <laughs> <laughs> them where. High spirits at gmail. No. High, High spirits Spirit Chicago. Chicago at Tech. I'm the worst, you guys. Jay's really good at this stuff and no, I am a bad terrible person. Okay. So, um, one last thing about Molly Tide, which I just think is, (sighs) to me it's sad, because I think historically, I mean, I remember learning as a little kid, but she probably did too, is that she was crazy. She wasn't crazy. She's a normal fucking person. Um, three out of four of her children died, and her husband was assassinated in office. Meanwhile. She was, she went through some shit. Yeah, meanwhile, her... Husband was in office when the North and South separated from the Union, and her entire family lived in the South. Yeah, that's right. And all of her brothers were killed in the Civil oh, War. Oh, that's right. So, as far as I'm concerned, I don't think anyone but Elizabeth Taylor has earned the right <laughs> to be as sad, <laughs> right? Like, no, you, you know what? What the fuck off of. When you, when you like really lay it out like that, it's I like, mean, Jesus you know what? Christ. I know people who have like lost their minds over much smaller shit. This woman probably lost like <laughs> 30 people in her family and her plantation. I, you know what? Wow. Yeah. I mean, I don't even have, I'm an asshole. Uh, uh, I mean, I've lost a cat and still felt bad. I mean, I felt bad for you. You did. I was there. I, you were, um, that's awful. Mm -hmm. I had no, I guess I never connected that her family was in the South. The gravity of her situation, her brothers, I mean, but this is this is not about, this is not about Molly, but I mean, I can, if you want email me and we can talk about it. But, um, yeah, I, I really think that she's gotten a shit, uh, review. In history. Because she, to me, knowing what I know about her is actually extremely strong. Yeah. And when uh, President Lincoln died, this is actually not in my notes at all, <coughs> but I did do some research. And I can't remember the the uh, uh, pseudonym. You will feel really badly for her. She had to go by a pseudonym. She could not be <sighs> Molly Todd. She couldn't be Mary Todd Lincoln. Um, she actually had to change her last name. Oh and God. she went by a completely different uh, name because she didn't, uh, after the civil war, want to be uh, this, her husband was assassinated. So people are still on the hunt for her. her uh, she really didn't have anything to do. She only had one son, Robert and he, I'm going to get to this in 1875. He committed her to a mental health no. asylum. Yes, in 1875. Uh, ten years after her husband's death. What was Robert's story? What was his deal? I don't know. But that's oh. my thing on Molly. Like, ten years after her husband's death, she was admitted to a mental asylum. So, Well, here's the thing. Yeah. Um, I'm going to say this, and I know we got to move along. But I... Um, Prior to having a child, I was full-on, like, true crime, like, any kind of, like, crazy, wacky story. I'm a big horror film fan. Like, anything you could throw at me. Now that I have a kid, anything that involves a child being murdered or molested or whatever, I can't fucking handle it. No. It makes me sick. And it hurts me. Like, it just makes me feel, like... All these things that I don't even know. So imagine being, on. like, here's, here's, I mean, like, I'm never going to get the platform that I want. Imagine being historically wronged. Yeah. Molly gets a raw deal. That's, I mean, well, and also she, she had, had three children die. One died literally in the White House. So if people make fun of her for having seances in the White House, she was trying to contact Willie. But Nancy Reagan had seances in the White House uh, as well. We'll get to it. Okay. <laughs> sorry. <laughs> I'm sorry. But, like, the, 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 that's a thing. Well, you like, said it in a way, though, of derision. I mean, no, but if you're not making fun of Nancy Reagan. I'm not. Like, I'm not. She had seances in the White House. But yeah. that was a thing. Like, that's a known thing. Yep. But but the, the 1880s versus the 1980s. Such in this a, case, 1860s. Or 1860s, I'm sorry. They were fine. Such a different time. Like, yep. it's a 120-year difference. To have a sense in 1860 versus actually more popular than you would. Yeah, yeah. I well, because she was a spiritualist and spiritualism. Right. She only, right. but but and, and that's the other thing that people forget about, and we don't have time to talk about because oh, we're so move on. Okay, okay. But I have to say this: we'll talk about spiritualism another time because I'm obsessed with it. Mm-hmm. Uh, Lily Dale, um, that whole deal. Right. The deal is that there was a movement and the. Mid 1800s that you, your spirits, the people that you loved are still walking the planet. You can get a hold of them yeah. real quick. These the Fox sisters. Oh my god, we have to talk about the Fox yeah, sisters. Yeah, of course we we do. <laughs> I got like really quick. We have to talk about <laughs> yes, I know. Um, uh, so let well, me talk about so the Abraham good. Lincoln sightings, and. I'm going to ask you to be quiet until here. because so you're going to fucking flip your shit. So oh, that's why it's highlighted. wait, let me. Yeah. So hold on. Let me just say this. Jay has this whole sheet of paper and then at the very end, it's all highlighted. And oh, I'm so sorry. <laughs> I keep hitting things. Just, no, I'll just hit the microphone, just which me, I love. Just okay. Try to so don't to say me. anything until I hit it. Right, until I hit the highlight Are you going to point gonna at it? Are you going to point mind. at it to yes, me, I will. so I can do the thing? Okay. So, I'm going to tell you some very famous people, real fast, okay. real interesting, who had uh, Abraham Lincoln sightings. Ready? hmm Theodore Roosevelt, otherwise known as Teddy, claimed to see a full-body apparition of Abraham Lincoln. Noelle's <laughs> trying to button her lips. Grace Coolidge <gasps> of Calvin? Calvin yep, said she saw the ghost of Lincoln standing at the window in the yellow oval room, staring out to the Potomac. This will come into play because a yellow oval room is different than the Oval Office, but that's where the president used to be. Moving on. Eleanor Roosevelt, who used Lincoln's bedroom as her study, reportedly, quote, quote felt his presence. Her secretary Mary Evans saw Lincoln pulling on his boots. She ran screaming out of the room. Uh, <laughs> um, in 1942, Wilhelmina uh. of the ne- Wilhelmina of the Netherlands heard footsteps outside of her White House bedroom and answered a knock at the door, only to see Lincoln in a frock coat and top hat. No. Yes, standing in front of her, she fainted. I would too, right? Uh, by the way, Wilhelmina of uh, the Netherlands in 1942 was a big deal. It's like... By and the way, says, I'm pretty sure that Eleanor Roosevelt was using the Lincoln bedroom as her bedroom. Uh Jigreen, I'm sure. And, and that I'm sure Millie, Mary And that was also using that bedroom as her bedroom. Jagree. Gone. Okay. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I couldn't help myself. Yeah, I know. <sighs> you were like folding back into the couch like, so hard. I was like, I have to speak. Uh, during World War II, Winston Churchill... Oh. yeah, You guys know him? Uh, <laughs> yep. Oh. During World War Two, Winston Churchill visited the White House, and that British Prime Minister, we know him, um, claimed to have come out of a bath to find the ghostly Lincoln sitting at his fireplace. Oh. Um, <sighs> President Truman, who I talked about, Truman's super witchy, by the way. But Truman and his daughter Margaret uh, believe they heard a specter rapping at the door of the Lincoln bedroom. (laughs) Harry Truman claimed that he awoke to the noise numerous times, and he wrote to his wife, "quote This damn place is haunted, sure as (laughs) shooting." Let me repeat that. This damned place <laughs> is haunted, sure <shirt-ish> as shooting. <laughs> President Harry Truman. <laughs> uh, amazing. Uh, moving forward, Jackie O and Lady Bird. <gasps> oh. I'll say it again, Jackie O. <laughs> I mean, at the time she was she Jackie was Jackie Kennedy, Kennedy yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, but whatever. Jackie O and Lady Bird uh, report seeing President Lincoln. Susan Ford, the daughter. <laughs> Yes, the daughter of Jerry Ford, Daryl Ford, uh, and then finally, uh, not finally, we got two more. Ronald Reagan. I mean, this is how this is how much. This you goes. basically just went down the line. Yeah, we're still going. This is who's seen Abraham Lincoln. We're still going. Oh my stop God! Somebody stop. move that guy on. Ronald Reagan uh, said his daughter Maureen and her husband Dennis witnessed a transparent figure wearing a stovepipe stovepipe hat standing by the window of the Lincoln bedroom. They experienced this uh, on different <laughs> occasions at different times, and Maureen, or I keep saying Maureen, maybe it's Maureen, uh, uh, Maureen said that she, uh, uh, <laughs> <laughs> Much like Nancy, here's the deal. I only know Patty Davis and Ron Reagan Jr. I don't yep. Now, who is this Maureen? Uh, Maureen said she would see Lincoln as an aura, sometimes red, sometimes orange. Interesting, guys. You know, I, mean, I died. Listen to this. Okay. Michelle, mother Obama. Nope. Michelle. Come on. No. No. Michelle. My my fucking. I love Michelle. Michelle, I can't just even. What? I'm not kidding you. Come on, I love her. Uh, she said no. No, I won't. She said she and President Obama. Nope. Uh, would sometimes (sighs) awake simultaneously in the night to unexplained noises and voices in the hallway. Come on, don't stop. Let them enjoy it. I want to enjoy it. And I love her. I believe everything she says to me. I fucking love her. Therefore, it's a real thing. Okay, this is why this isn't the highlights. Oh, my God. Oh, is that that was the highlight? No. The twins... (laughs) By the way, I... The twins! The twins! The twins! The twins. <laughs> we're going to talk about Jenna oh and Barbara. We get to oh talk my, about Jenna and Barbara. Oh my god. Because you totally skipped over them. And I was <laughs> worried about them. Oh my god. I'm beating Noel's hands. No. <laughs> no, 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 Listen, I haven't highlights because it's in the first person. Oh my god. I love the twins. Oh my god. Dude, I... am are the worst. Fucking freaked out. Okay, so when we talk about the twins, here's where we're talking about. Jenna and Barbara. Bush. Bush. <laughs> yeah! You have to listen to this. No, I'll do not interrupt. I will Okay. <laughs> Jenna Bush, daughter of TW Bush, relayed this story in an interview to Jay Leno. And by the way, this is transcript. Maybe you have a problem with, like, email, right? Like, uh, highspiritchicago at gmail.com. But, as far as I can tell, mul- multiple sources on the internet, uh, which sounds stupid, but um, this is what she said on Jalen. Uh, I'm going to affect a little bit of a Jenna voice just because I think it's fun. Yeah, I think you have to. Okay. I heard a ghost. I was asleep. There was a fireplace in my room, and all of a sudden, I heard 1920s music coming out. I could feel it. I freaked out and I <laughs> ran into my sister's room. <laughs> she was like, she was like. Please go back to sleep. This is ridiculous. (laughs) I mean, in my... Honestly, in my... I have never written any of this fan fiction, but of course Jenna runs into Barbara's room. She's a dummy. Okay, but listen. She was like, please go back to sleep. This is ridiculous. The next week, we were going back to sleep and we were both going to sleep in my room and the phone had rang, or vernacular, the phone had rang and woke us up. We were talking and going back to bed when all of a sudden we heard this opera coming out of the fireplace. No. We couldn't believe it. I'm sorry. Uh, We couldn't believe it. We both jumped in bed, and we were asking the people that worked there the next morning, are we crazy? (laughs) We tried to rationalize it, but they said they had heard it all the time, too. Of course. Yep. Okay, wait. So, wait. The last twin thing. Oh, Jenna then told now that she had never seen Abraham's ghost. Abraham Lincoln. Um, But she wished she had. Well, of course she did. So have all of us. Yep. All right. Jenna Bush. (laughs) I mean, I fucking love that. I mean, nothing typifies the Bush sisters. Oh my my God. I heard music coming from my fireplace. So I went to Barbara's room and she told me to shut up. (laughs) (laughs) I think like Jenna went to University of Texas and Barbara went to Princeton. (laughs) Uh, But Jenna's the married one now. Yes. She is a Jenna Bush Hager. Yeah. Hager? Um, she found a man. That's... I don't know. I don't really... I shouldn't judge. I don't know anything about them. Okay. So, I have um, my last ghost here. Mm-hmm. Um, since we're getting into time. I'm just going to, like, just rattle I up. wish you would. In the attic. So, I'm going to do this. There's two ghosts in the attic. The first president to die in the White House, William Henry Harrison. You guys know him from dying of pneumonia uh, just a month after his inauguration. Or you might not know him at all because he died of a month after his inauguration. <laughs> That's true. He's either famous or not famous for that exact reason. Anyway, he's said to haunt the attic, which is located uh, just above the Oval Office, and um, many presidents have many, many presidents have cited unexplained noises coming from uh, the attic upstairs. Um, there's one president that, for some reason, thinks. For sure, it was uh, William Henry Harrison, and that he was like just trying to find something important. I would love to know what that is, and I would love to know which president that is, because I feel like we're close to the treasure map. Um, in the front north portico, otherwise known as the front porch, <laughs> uh, people have alleged seeing the ghosts. Uh, there's actually two ghost stories on the front porch. I don't know what did I you? Fifteen ghosts and a demon. Mm -hmm. I haven't even gotten there yet. Yeah. ready. People see Anna Surratt banging on the front door. Who's that? She is the daughter of Mary Surratt, who was jailed for being a conspirator in the Lincoln assassination. Oh. Oh, and that's a whole thing. So uh, apparently Anna can be seen pounding on the door, begging (laughs) to see President Johnson not LBJ but the Johnson that happened after Lincoln so she wanted to pardon her mother of the crime well and, and just to put bring some context to that story um for those people who don't know um several people were actually arrested with John Wilkes Booth mm-hmm. in conspiracy to commit murder for the murder of Abraham Lincoln. And one of them was, I'm, I'm sorry, I forgot her name. Um, but the mother, uh, Mary Surratt, Mary Surratt, as well as her son and several of his friends. Um, she owned it, like a local tavern, right? She, it, it was, it was kind of like a, it was a tavern and, a, um, not a B and B, but kind of like a boarding house. Yeah, they and all are. So, right yeah, that time. so so she like was, a pup, like a yeah proper. So she was actually housing John Wilkes Booth and in these other boys who were conspiring to kill Lincoln. And um, if you watch the, um, I think it's a, the Robert Redford Lincoln movie. I think Robert Redford did it. They actually talk about this side of the story. Um, which is actually very fascinating, and I hadn't known I didn't know about this until I watched the movie, which I feel kind of dumb about. But like, it's it's a really fascinating part of it because there were more people involved in it. Because when you go in, like in uh, your school history, what you learn about is John Wilkes Booth did it, and like right. he was a lone gunman. But there was actually very there were many people involved in it because they were so abhorred by the whole. Um, slavery thing and they wanted to do away with Lincoln because they felt that he like really ruined their lives and ruined their businesses um, and their livelihoods. So uh, this is actually a very interesting uh, phenomenon and spin because of these people, because there's, there were so many people involved. Well, most of them are caught. Yeah, they were all caught. I most think there were six were, of them, actually, that were caught and tried. I'm, I'm saying most because I think that uh, two were not. Yeah. I am probably wrong about that. Email me. So I believe that, yeah, I believe uh, that everybody that lived in her boarding house, including her, were tried and, yep. and caught for it. Uh, I was not there, but I will say in 2016, as they should have been. I do not think slavery is an okay thing, and I don't think anyone... Even in 1816 18, should have thought that. Uh, in fact, let's go all the way back to the beginning. Abigail Adams would not let slaves or servants do her laundry. and right. She did it her fucking self in an unfinished White House. So there is no reason for anybody in 1865 to think that slavery is necessary in any way, or shape, or form. In fact, it's out loud in 1863. But let's move on. I just get to Like. <laughs> so. You know me. I'm the historical dipshit. Okay. But anyway, um, apparently Anna can be seen pounding on the door, begging to see the present to pardon her mother. Uh, another thing that people report seeing is that um, Anna Surratt uh, comes around to sit on the front north portico every July 7th, which is the anniversary of her mother's execution, who was eventually hung for her crime. Right. So Mary had a big thing about trying to get her mother acquitted, but she could not. And she had a big stake in trying to uh, clear her name. Because the argument was that she just owned the boarding house. She didn't know anything about it, but she was tried basically for conspiracy to murder. Uh, Also, a front portico haunting... Is that people report seeing long-deceased White House ushers and doormen tending to their duties. So they just kind of see that, like, resonant energy that we were talking about. Um, Noelle, this should be exciting to you. There's a demonic cat. Oh, it's a cat. Yeah. <laughs> uh, well, a... we don't know. Listen, the more you hear about it, you don't know. I don't know. Um, in the basement of the White House... The closer you get in proximity to this quote-unquote animal, the larger and more ferocious it oh, becomes. Oh, I like that. Apparently, it starts off as like a little kitty, oh, cool. and it lowers you in in the basement, and then suddenly, it's Craytown, USA. <laughs> All right? So, <laughs> apparently... Uh, A sighting of the demon cat foreshadows a national disaster. Let me give you some information. A White House guard saw it a week before the stock market crash of 1929. Interesting. Mm -hmm. And then a White House guard saw it just before Kennedy's assassination in 1963. Fascinating. Uh, I have a few more ghosts. That was our demon. Okay, our demon cat. By the way, it doesn't even really have to smell like fucking cappy because it's just a cat, mm-hmm. which would be indicative of a demon. Right. Okay. On the second floor, which are the personal rooms of the family and friends, um, in a bedroom, don't know a named bedroom. A husband and wife, uh, visiting the White House, reported that the ghosts of a British. Soldier tried to set fire to their bed. It's presumed this soldier was a man from the War of 1812. Oh. Uh, right. Remember, in the War of 1812, in 1814, they burned the entire White House down. Yep. I yep. do. All right. Um, Thomas Jefferson. Mm-hmm. Has been seen playing his violin in the Yellow Oval Office. And by the way, I these, don't believe, because I think that he's moved on. <laughs> well, I should say this. The yellow office is an old thing. It doesn't exist anymore. And the first person who reported seeing Thomas Jefferson was? Take a guess. Um, after Thomas Jefferson passed. Yeah, obviously. Molly. Molly. I was going to say Molly. Um, yep. Yep. Mary's held Lincoln was the first to report uh, seeing Thomas Jefferson. She was not the last, but she was the first mm-hmm. to report that he was uh, playing the right In the yellow Oval Office. Interesting. I only have two more, and then we can let it go. Um, an, un-no- uh, an unnamed British soldier is said to have died in the War of 1812. He... Is somebody they see circling the White House, carrying a reasonable facsimile of a torch? Ooh, so it's kind of like an outside ghost. Oh, interesting. It's kind of oh. stalking the perimeter. Yeah. yeah, doing his job, doing his duty. One last ghost. I told you, fifteen ghosts and a demon. There we go. Freaking cat demon. Right? I'm killing it. I'm not That's doing immigrants. I'm not doing Chicago. I know. I'm doing America's most hot. I like house. it. This is all ghosts all the time. <laughs> if anyone has a complaint, email Noel Highspiritchicago at gmail.com. Attention, um, yeah. The last one is, I think this is weird, gross, and cool. Um, John Tyler, you know. Yeah. Our famous 10th present. Can't forget him. (laughs) These United States. How could I ever? He haunts what's called the Blue Room. Of course.
1: That was his favorite place. Everybody knows
0: that. The Blue Room. This is what I love about him. I I don't know why, but it's so cute. His ghost is usually seen proposing to his second wife. Oh. Julie Gardner. Oh, that's sweet. Yeah. So when they see his ghost, he's like, Apparently, uh, doubling up with another ghost, and they see their, yeah. like, proposal. That's sweet. I hope it wasn't stupid. He's like, hey, remember me? Remember when I was United. a thing? <laughs> and everybody's like, who are you? Tyler, uh, what? So, Noelle, tell that's, me more. I love, no, that's <laughs> no, it. No, we're I done. Can, I'm not going to tell you more. That's all I have. I love that. Well, thank you. Thank um, you. This is, uh, anyway, thank you so much for listening to High Spirits. Um, it's brought to you by Gone Away, which is brought to us by Half Acre Brewery. And, you know what you want? Oh, um, it's a, what am I drinking? Oh, uh, <laughs> Tall Dark Stranger. Hey, oh, mister, funny. your cast looks cool. Can I sign it? Ted Bundy. Ted Bundy. Uh listen, y'all. Uh, <laughs> thanks for hanging around. We really appreciate your. Um, God only knows what I was going to say. Uh, patience and understanding. Um. Good night and Noel. Sweet dreams.